Welcome to the Culture Cocktail Hour. I'm your host, Elisa Bowens. Each and every Thursday, I trade in my dance shoes and I spend time with you, the listeners, to talk arts, music, culture, relationships, politics, anything that's going on in the good old Elm City. We're here to talk about it. So uh, today, uh, we have a call-in show, uh, 203 872-7356. So we want you to actually call in because uh, we're going to be taking all of your, your calls. Uh, again, 203-872-7356. So we're going to be talking about a bunch of stuff. We're going to be uh, talking about what's going on in the good old uh, Elm City uh, and the surrounding towns. We're going to talk a little politic, uh, politics. We're going to talk dance. We're going to talk arts. We're going to talk culture family, relationships, uh, and much more. Uh, and I have my uh, special guest uh, co-host who's uh, riding this uh, radio wave with me today. I've got Urban Pinsky. Uh, yes, Urban Pinsky's, I mean, no stranger to the, the community. So he's going to be sitting in and uh, taking phone calls too. Right, Ivan? It's an honor and a privilege to be uh, here. I'm following <laughs> my leader. All right, Ivan. All right, so... As the old saying goes, sit back, relax. It's five o'clock somewhere, folks. Welcome as we serve you up a tasty mix of talk radio. You are listening to the Talk Sip. All right. So it's another beautiful Thursday. It's so beautiful that we're getting snow tomorrow. Go figure. Believe it when we see it. You, you know what? You're right. I have learned not to cancel stuff um, because you just don't know when you cancel. They go, OK, it's going to snow. Yes, it's going to snow because, you know, we know folks on the, you know, TV tell us that it's going to snow. And I trust the you know, the meteorologist. But there's been times where we've gotten like, you know, a light dusting, not like a huge, you know, snowstorm. So I'm praying because I, you look outside, it's mild. But then at the end of the day, you're basically going to have like, you know, after 2 a.m. tonight, we're having snow. Do you like snow or you, you want spring to come? I like snow, but I love this weather. This is a gorgeous day out there. Everybody get outside and do something. It's yeah, gorgeous. You're exactly. Uh, we like to say hello to Tim. Yes. Hello, Tim. Stacy, Tanya, and Richard. They are watching the Culture Cocktail Talk Sip. Yeah, but this is the weather that you just you kind of breathe in. You can breathe and, you know, just say, all right. You can feel all that healthy sun, the vitamin D coming into your system and being good for your entire mood. Because you don't get the sadness. Oh, it's so healthy. It is. It's beyond healthy. Um, so, I mean, but they said it's just going to come for one day and then it's gone. Hey, maybe. I'm not saying, yeah. <laughs> In college, I painted houses. And the one thing you learn when you paint houses is that when you get all ready to go, it rains. And when you're not ready to go, that's when you get a sunny day. When you get a sunny day. And the weatherman be damned. Oh, I know. Weather woman. <laughs> it's so... I, yeah. I get it. I just don't want to shovel at, at this point in like April. And you know, there's St. Patrick's Day this weekend and things are going up. Uh, there's things going on. Um, you know, so we, we're hoping, I guess, you know, for good uh, parade weather. My brother was out skiing last week and he said everybody was skiing in their shorts. Oh, really? <laughs> That's what he said. It was beautiful. He says everybody was skiing in their shorts. Was he here in Connecticut? He brother? was in Connecticut, but it wasn't at Powder Ridge. I don't know what the name of the place he was at. Okay. Was. But his uh, grandson came up from uh, Long Island, and uh, they went skiing. They went skiing. Wow. Hey, Darcy. How are you, my friend? Uh-huh. Tim says, yeah, y'all can keep the snow up there. We don't want it over here. Yes. 
We right. You know how people say send the sun over here. People yeah. are like just don't send the snow over there. So yeah, bring wherever you are, Tim. Send it. You know this way. All right. Um. So St. Patrick's Day. Uh, I usually actually one year I did a salsa floor. So we had dancers. Uh, we were dressed in green salsa dresses. And um, I don't know if people know this, but there are salsa. There's salsa music. Uh, mixed with like bagpipes and there's a uh, group out of Ireland and that's all they do. They, they play Irish salsa music and it is, it's fascinating. And the, when we were going, the, my dancers and I, we were going through the, um, the parade route, people were, they couldn't believe it. They were like, wait a minute, is that like Irish music and salsa mixed together? Absolutely. But I don't think people like, and that's where we get into like, you know, that point of like diversity it's like people don't think that, okay, salsa music is salsa music and it can't be mixed with Irish music. Not. I agree with you. And we should put that video of that salsa brigade on my YouTube channel. Yeah. No, after what's your YouTube channel? Irving Pinsky. Irving Pinsky. I don't know how to find it. <laughs> I just know that somebody showed it to me the other day, said, Irving, you started a YouTube channel. I said, I think one of my people did. And that sure enough, it was there. They have yeah. a YouTube channel with Irving Pinsky. And it's um it's not run by rogues or anything. It's just every so often one of my employees will put something up. So my simple rule is um I would love to put that video of, of your salsa brigade lighting up an Irish day. That's awesome. Yeah, I think we might the crew and I might get out there and do a little salsa dancing uh, in honor of Saint Patrick's Day. It is very hard to find green salsa dresses, though I must say, because when I do a lot of salsa events, it's usually red, it's just red, red, red. So you know the green, you know it's kind of. It's it's harder to find. Well, you know, this cross cultural stuff is can be difficult, but it's worth it. And when you talk about things like um, certain music being salsa and others Irish, you know, originally they didn't create them themselves. They came from other cultures, yeah, and other countries. So so then after a while, it solidifies, and you say, oh, that's that's the Irish music, but mm -hmm. it comes from different areas around Ireland. Yeah, all the inf you're absolutely right. It's all the different influences. It wasn't just one influence. We, beautiful yeah we got joe rodriguez uh tuning into the culture cocktail hour and we want to thank uh joe again he's doing such a great job um in connecticut representing us uh politically uh so we like to uh thank him and our court our eva bermudez uh who um will probably be calling in a little bit later she is now uh our political correspondent here at uh the culture cocktail talk sip so we love hearing from her and um and next week we're going to be doing a round table and some surprise, surprise guests. We have like a mayor coming in um, from one of the cities, surrounding cities. Um, and we're going to talk about our own mayor harp a little bit later. Cause we know that she's uh, running for another term. And I know you have some uh, personal, you know, wonderful stories about, you know, mayor harp or an endorsement. Um, and like I said, in next week we're going to have um, Eva back. So we do every we do it all here every single week. You know what? We're gonna take a short, short break and we will be right back. We've got lots to talk about. We're gonna talk politics. We're gonna talk uh some maybe sun in the fun. We're gonna talk about what your favorite cocktail is because this is a culture cocktail and pairing like with a food, like what's favorite foods, you know. But like I said, send us your questions right here on Facebook Live. We will be answering them. And uh, we're happy everybody's out, out there tuning in. 203-872-7356. We're taking your calls after the break. We'll be right back.
All right, and we are back. Once again, so happy you guys can join us on a Thursday. Hello, Lucho Lancheros Rodriguez out there on Facebook World. Um, so I mentioned that I'm going to have a uh, mayor from one of the surrounding uh, cities here uh, in the next couple of weeks. Um, and but but I mean, right here in the good old city of New Haven, um, what, what, let's Ivan, let's talk about um, our current mayor, Mayor Tony Harp. And I know she hosts a show here on Mondays. Uh, so we shout out to uh, Mayor Harp. Um, so what what what's I your have, uh, here's what I wanted to say. Listen, I'm totally endorsing Tony Harp. OK, I'm, because of the following things twice when she came in, the murder rate was about 36 homicides a year in New Haven. Last year it was 13. Mm. We brought the homicide rate down from 36 to 13. Now, without life, there's no hope. So right. my argument is that, boy, if you can get the homicide rate down from 36 to 13, then then you did everything I want you to do and right. everything else is gravy. Mm -hmm. Now, I know some great new schools have opened up. I know that she's not had any scandals. She's a right. great shooter. And and uh, some people say that uh, she has more experience than anybody. So I'm I'm with her 100% because if you can stop the kids from killing each other, then you're right. my mayor. Yeah. And you know what the wonderful thing is she's uh she's been consistent. Like you said she has always been consistent as a mayor. She's come in uh like you said scandal free. Uh, yeah. just, you in know, New Haven. And <laughs> Go figure. Capital of the world. <laughs> Go, worse, worse than maybe DC. No, not absolutely not. Yeah, not yet. <laughs> not yet. Um, but and we're we're happy that she sits as our mayor. But she does have uh, some company this time. I know that uh, there's a uh, gentleman who's running for um, mayor, and so we'll have to see how that uh, you know plays out. So well, I'll read up about him. But unless he's going to donate a hundred billion dollars to New Haven, I'm probably sticking with Tony. <laughs> That's possible. All some right. mayors, some mayors do donate huge amounts of money to their towns, and they help. Some people who donate right. money are really nice people. Right. So I'm not saying that anybody's going to do it, but that's that's something we should always look for: more donors for New Haven. We right. need a few things that could really help because the city does actually they need it. Money's tight. Yeah, it is. Um, hi to June. Hey June. Hi uh, Aunt Edith, uh, calling in from uh, Baltimore. So we've got folks in Baltimore. Uh, listening. As a matter of fact, uh, my friend June, we're, we're gonna we're gonna kind of we're skipping around, but uh, favorite foods, favorite uh, drinks, and my friend June just actually launched uh, his own uh, vodka company. Wow! Yes, June, June vodka. Yeah, <laughs> it's called Attitude. Ooh. Um. So we're gonna have to have June up here. So June, if uh, you're still listening. Uh, bring a bottle up here because we call this call we call this the culture cocktail, and uh, so it's the talk sip, so we can talk and sip. Um, and but I heard the the vodka is amazing, so so proud of him. because uh, you know it's just it takes a lot to get your own brand of anything off the ground, but then when you're making vodka, I mean that's you know hey I have no idea how to do it. Well, maybe June can come up and give us some ideas about how. You great make, idea. Make vodka. All right. Come on up, All June. Right. Oh, and uh, my friend Tim Chernovitz is in Ohio. So hi, Tim. That's awesome. He's uh oh deer steak with a shot of moonshine. Woo! The best moonshine. My gracious. <laughs> <laughs> moonshine. I have a friend that makes moonshine. I'm She's... drunk just talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> I started sweating just talking about it. 
Uh, I have a, a, a dear friend of the family. She makes moonshine, but her moonshine is amazing because she'll get like, you know, apple spice or raspberry lemonade or she'll do, you know, all this variety of uh, flavors, which is just amazing. So shout out to Miss Hilda. Yo, on that. Hilda. Yes. Bring exactly. it, bring it, Hilda. Bring, bring it. Bring it. We're gonna have we're gonna have one show dedicated to just eats and drinks here. And Ivan, you're so gracious. Every week, you usually come strolling in here with like some kind of food. So, uh, I'll bring nice. healthy stuff next time. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Um, so let's. Uh, we were saying food and eat. what's the last place you went out to and in, in the city and had a nice meal in Manhattan. I love Manhattan food. Manhattan. Well, what about New Haven? New Haven, I got to tell you, I went to a vegetarian place the other day with friends from out of town. And I'm not a vegetarian, but they came in and we went over to Sally mm. 2. Sally 2, which is oh. a, a vegetarian restaurant near the Yale Co-op where it used Thai. to be. It, that, that's not Thai. I've been to Thailand. We can okay, talk about that but Tali, Okay, Tali 2 is Tali in that two. little... Uh, it's right behind the Apple store. Yes, Absolutely. And they actually know how to make food. I mean, they're really smart. I, we talked to the owner. Okay. And uh, he was very friendly. His name is Cole. So everybody said, you're a lawyer. You better call Cole. <laughs> After that TV show, you better call Saul. But, um, but anyway, it's really good food. Right. People really like it. Check the reviews. There are four or five stores that they own, food restaurants they own. And I've never been to the others. But I've been to Sally, too, a few times. And it's good stuff, especially if you're vegetarian. It's not vegan. Even okay. though they probably have vegan vegan things, I don't know. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I'm kind of like weird about like, I don't know, like not even veg. I just, I don't, I have to be honest. I just don't think I like the word vegan, veg. It's just, it's something that just, it could be personal. the best, it could be the best food in the world. And for some reason, and Lord knows I will fast for 40 days, which means fruits, veggies, water, uh, That's healthy. legumes. It's so healthy, but I can't. I can't do like the whole, it's vegan, it's vegetarian. It could be, yeah, it's vegetarian, but I just like to say I'm eating healthy. The three of us who went there uh, the other night, none of us are vegetarians. Right. So but why the heck do we go to the vegetarian place? <laughs> because we like that food. You like good Not food. Not one of us, veg and they have another restaurant in New Haven, Dally. Mm -hmm. They have on George and, uh, George and uh, South Orange or something. We didn't go there. We went to the vegetarian one. Wow. So, because the food we thought was that good. That good. But, you know, I am not a connoisseur. I'm a glutton. Okay. All right? I'm a glutton, not <laughs> a gourmet. You just keep eating. Okay. Yeah. So when I tell you where to go for food, you're talking to the wrong person. Right. We we need some I can tell you how to enjoy it because I love food. Right. But then, just like you said, you can't, like, you're not that type of person who is going to send you somewhere and be like, okay, this is why, like, you're not, you can give it four stars, five stars. You just like to eat. I did a TV show on the best pizza in New Haven, though. And you know it's funny because someone just said uh, they miss Peppy's and uh, they miss Sally's and Ernie's. So we can have a debate on you know pizza in you know New Haven, but we want to send a shout out to Teddy Brown who is watching. Hi Teddy and hi Rob. Rob is uh, out there watching uh, to Peppy, Sally's, Ernie's. <laughs> New Haven's the best pizza in the world, and yes. I'm not kidding. I know. I I can't. It just is. Yeah. Some days I'm a straight up like uh, Ernie's girl because I live in Westville. So, yep. you know, I, I'll do uh, Ernie's. But then there's, you know, weeks where I'm just like, oh, I need modern uh, Peppy's every once in a while. Sally's. I think I've been to Sally's twice in my life. The fella at Ernie's is the nicest guy of the bunch. Yes. Oh, he, yeah. He, 
And he and he really is popular. They did a big article on him in the Register, and he said his secret is his res- recipe, and he's not giving it out. I don't blame him. He says, "I got this recipe from my parents or my grandparents, right? And and I can't give it to anybody because it keeps the people streaming in." That's right. No good pizza. Um, I was uh, went to lunch at Adriana's yesterday. Um, shout out to Adriana's. I'm going to tell you, it's just some authentic, the best. Um, authentic Italian food in this city. It's amazing. That's where the judges go. Adriana's. <laughs> they do. They go. The they judges, go there. the attorneys. They, they, the attorneys, yeah. yep. They go there. And um, that's well, Do you mean truth. I'm going to walk in one day and there's going to be a trial going on? Like in b- b- the, b- between getting my Zupa Depeche and my, you know. Bring your handcuffs. Like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> you never know what happens on Grand Avenue. That's right. Yeah. Where, is right. it Grand Avenue, Adriana? It is on yeah. Grand Avenue. You never know what happens over there. Yeah. But great, great, great place. And then I also um, went out this week because we're talking about kind of like food and drinks uh, and had a wonderful time at. Stella Blues, so was able to have a couple of, you know, cocktails and listen to some live uh, music, which was, you know, amazing. Then we kind of trickled over to uh, the Anchor. Now, that was the first time I had gone into the new Anchor, because the old Anchor, when I walked, you know, in this time, I was like, wow, what did they do, you know, to the Anchor? It's amazing. I don't know if you... Was there anybody there? There's usually no... uh, they, They used to be packed, and they don't look that packed anymore. Well, I mean, I have to be honest, there was, it was a Tuesday night. Um, yep. so maybe we missed it, you know, maybe it was an off night. Yeah. So I, I don't, I don't, can't say that it's, you know, not busy, but I did, did hear some great things, but you know, if you're in the area, that's great. And the owner is a Yale grad yep. and has a couple of other businesses in New Haven. I know the New Haven independent did a story on him. Um, so I like to support, um, oh, that's nice. young folks in, yep. in, in, in business who were, you know, in the city. So yeah, go there. The, the drinks were good. They were, they were good. What a great history that place has. Now you want to hear something? Yes, Anchor's, bring it on. Anchor Spa is named after the original Anchor, which was on Anchor Beach, which is where I live. Okay. Now where's Anchor Beach? Anchor Beach is seven seven 7.5 miles from the New Haven Independent, where we are now, about 7.5 miles mm. west on the shore. In other words, if you drive west and you go by Jimmy's Restaurant and Turk's, you yes. go two and a half miles further along the water, and that's Anchor Beach. It's in Woodmont, which is part of Milford. And oh. that's and that's where the anchor started. Oh wow. That's very some that's great facts. Trivia. Yeah. Yeah, a little true. trivia. But boy, did that have a history, that place. I mean they what a great well, place. Well, it looks like a boat. When you go in, it looks like a ship. So now it's it just kind of like looks like a more of an upscale kind of uh They cleaned you know, it up. They clean <laughs> <laughs> But they're still selling, I think, uh Schaefer. So, and Miller High Life, you can't beat that. Nope. Um, hi, Anika, who's uh, called, who's tuning in. Don't forget, we're on Facebook Live, so ask your questions. Uh, Ivan and I are here. We'd love to take your uh, questions, or you can call. The phone lines are open, 203-872-7356. And, um, yeah, like I said, we're just talking about a whole bunch of stuff. All right, so now we kind of segue into just a bunch of stuff, but we would be amiss if we didn't talk about what was going on this week in politics. Yeah. All right. Check your blood pressure. Right. Um, um, <laughs> check your, po- your standing heart rate. Um. <laughs> and uh, we'll let, let's just, so what's going, what's been going on in uh, 
Trump nation is that we've had, remember I said from week to week, we're, there's going to be plenty enough to talk about for the next four years. He's if a nightmare. It's, it's a f- He's a living nightmare. Every week, this guy's being indicted. This guy should be indicted. Today, I just read that that guy, Flynn, who they fired, made $530,000 or something lobbying while he was uh, while he was helping Donald run with the, and making all kinds of deals. These guys are the ultimate side side deal experts in the universe. I mean, right. they're going to... Then this guy, Tillerson, who's the head of Exxon, he made him secretary of state, so the country is now officially Exxon University. The guy, <laughs> the guy, this guy... Big business. We are a big business now. He couldn't even appoint his own assistant. Trump said, no, I'm not taking that assistant. Just you won't have an assistant for now. Yeah. And, and Trump is just a strange bird who, who knows how to put his name on walls. Yeah. And you know, we always tell people, listen, we, we, I always invite Trump supporters in here. Like I said, I just say, you know, I have my opinion, but I, I, I have a platform here for everyone to come on uh, and talk, you know, politics and talk about what is going on because that's what we need. And so the, you know, the show is not one-sided, uh, but the, at the end of the day, you know, Trump supporters have a platform here to come on and, you know, speak and let us maybe tell us what their view is and why they think that he really honestly is doing a wonderful job. I'm basically a comedian by nature. So this is a joke <laughs> coming up. But Elisa, if you yes. want to have Trump supporters on your show, let's hold it at the Yale Psychiatric. Right. That way we don't have they don't have to come. They'll be there. <laughs> the fourth floor. Okay. The fifth floor. Yes. Yeah, right. And you know what? That's we, a joke. Right. Well like with an edge. Right, exactly. <laughs> with some uh alternative fact to it. <laughs> um, you know the the beautiful thing is though, we I I'm so happy that we can all get we're seeing this play out. Yeah. The, the I don't care if you're on the left. I don't care if you're on the right. I don't care if you're liberal, conservative, green, red, purple, pink, yellow. It makes the country is watching. Living. We're watching. We're lit, but it, we're watching it. You know how like there are some shows that you you have your remote and you can turn off the TV. We can't turn this off. <laughs> <laughs> Unfo- unfortunately, we cannot turn this off and uh so that that's one of the things but now something that struck me and i don't i don't know if it's just because i am african-american but they this week just this week ben carson was um sworn in as the um secretary of the housing uh of, of housing um we all know it as uh hud hud um and he said that all he said slaves were immigrants who came over and worked for less worked harder for less money now i have never been so um you know i don't i didn't know whether to laugh or to cry because that statement was completely just um just so far from the truth and it was hurtful to those like aunt, my ancestors who came over here and didn't get paid for any of that. And they, you know what? Paid. They were they were brought here as slaves. They did not want to. They didn't ask to come here. So what he said was, uh, it was basically just um, pathetic. I just, what, what, what's your take on it? I was lost for words. I still am. He's a giant jerk. And I know where he went to school, but he's a giant jerk. And listen to this. 
They didn't just mm-hmm. get ripped away from their families and thrown into cargo holds and driven over here. They were they were taken here and they were enslaved. Right. They were raped. They were whipped. They were murdered. And they watched their children tortured in the same way. That's, That's right. so far beyond the concept of why people immigrate to a country that he used the word so wrongly that you really right. wonder what's the matter with him. Now I'm going to say something else. When yes. I look at him, Carson, and I look at George Bush Jr., I call him even though he's a W, George Bush mm-hmm. Jr., I say, man, those two have ruined Yale's reputation for a long, long time because yeah. Yale would love to pull their degrees. It hurts <laughs> to watch these two idiots talk in public. And Cheney, at least he flunked out of Yale. Let's give him a break. <laughs> he gets a pat- That's another a good fact. They yeah. threw him out. Yeah, tw- he, said, he said that uh, they, the second time they told me not to bother c- applying b- again. They That's threw a him wow. Out twice. Yeah, but anyway, you don't yeah. put people like that in the Secretary of Housing and Urban Development when, when they say incredibly... They think, right, when they think slaves were immigrants. And can I read a little more on this? Because I'm revved up. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> revved up. Check this out. You know, Donald Trump or something, whatever his name is, he puts this guy Carson in at the head of Housing and Urban Development. After, during the campaign, um, Trump mocks him and says, he's such a liar. He talks about his magic belt buckle that saved him from stabbing Seven. somebody to death. He called him the right. lowest liar on earth and all those other words like, uh, you know, these things. A homicidal killer. Remember he said the guy, yeah. he, he had, he goes. Oh, all the debates. Right? Yeah. They, and now he's making him the head of, of housing for America's poor and, and, and needy. That Man, I'm going to censor myself now. Shut up, Irving. I shut up. <laughs> yeah, because remember, because we, we, when we start talking politics, remember we said it starts off with first, you know, geez, then golly and <laughs> darn and then and then it just it ex- escalates then shut up then everything <laughs> <laughs> we like to say hi to nicholas bachelor who is uh tuning in from uh va uh joe pullen also he's tuning in from north carolina and hi bianca absolutely and tim treadman says hey here to say it I hate to say it but all government is crooked it may be crooked but some is competent when you have a murder rate in New Haven go down from 13 homicides to 12 or 13, and actually that's happened twice in my life, I will tell you right now that there's something competent that happened and they got right. the murder rate down. So if they're both stealing, that's one thing. But if they're both stealing and more people are being murdered, that's effing worse. Yep, you're right. You're absolutely right. Um, we are actually going to take a short, short break and we're going to come back. Again, you're listening to the... Uh, Culture Cocktail Hour Talk Sip. I have Irvin Pinsky joining me. And I know you've seen Irvin's vans and his marketing. You are a marketing genius. We're going to talk about your marketing when you uh, when we come back and how to market a business. And uh, how and I because I want to know how you came up literally with the idea of, you know, having a moving, you know, kind of like billboard, um, you know. So, all right. You're listening to the Culture, culture Cocktail 203-872-7356. We will be right back. Oh, 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 
like some bluesy stuff oh yes all right well we have a caller uh so we're gonna patch the caller in caller you are on the air welcome to the culture cocktail joseph joseph hi we have joseph on yes air how are you my cuz you're calling from uh rocky mountain I'm here. Uh, nice to hear from you what's going on welcome to the show Hi, Lisa. How's everything? Everything is wonderful. It's another Thursday. Listen, I'm so proud of you because of the way you're carrying this show. Um, I was just Thank listening you. a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and, 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 and nobody's looking, listening at, at this stuff that you're talking about, you know? They mm-hmm. let this stuff fall right up on them, like Ben Carson and the statements he makes and stuff like that. Right. And they realize that a lot of stuff is going on the current right now. Yeah. A lot of people are looking at the the... the, the the, the wiretapping and all of this, but this man is signing a lot of bills into, into trying to get a lot of bills into the law that's going to hurt us. Right. As as a as poor people, and not just black, white, green, or gray. He's he out here to hurt people. Right. No, you're absolutely. And Ben Carson, when he said immigrants, I mean, come on, African Americans coming over in the bottom of a ship is immigrants. Yeah, I've never heard of such sitting around waiting for food. For what do we do? Ask for room service. <laughs> right, we were on the boat asking for room service. You're you're absolutely right. What do you so? W- what's your take? Do you think this is just one big deflection from the administration? No, you speak up, Lisa, you know. I said, do you think this is just one big, uh, like you know, deflection? Is 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 he deflecting the country by bringing you know Ben Carson? You know, because you know that's going to get some. Uh, you know, airtime. Um, and now Donald Trump, we didn't even get Ivan. We actually, we didn't even talk about the wiretaps, uh, which was another thing that came, you know, which was preposterous. Uh, so what do you think, Joe? What is it? Is it deflection? Is he just, he doesn't think he's just, in, you know, incompetent? What, what, what's your take? Well, you know what, Lisa, I'm looking at this and, and, and I watch this stuff every day. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the wiretapping and all this stuff here, we already know what happened here. Right. You know, this is this is going to fall right at Donald Trump's doorstep. You know, right. If if it's done the right way, but you know, you you know, you have so many people in his in his in his cabinet right now. All of them are tainted. Right. In one right. way or the other, all of them are tainted. They're they're tainted representative. They rep. You have people in in the, in the, in, the, in, the, in the White House right now that are tainted, and they are tainted towards Donald Trump. They're scared of Donald mm. Trump. Donald Trump's gonna got put fear in these people. I don't know why, but you got Republicans that that, fear that him. have principles and, and 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 have stood up for things, and now they're laying down. They're just laying down for this guy. Well, you know I what? Mean, these right. things that he's doing is not right. It's not done. It's not right for anybody. What, per, what Republicans, Trump. Right. What Republicans stood up for principles in the past? I mean, you might want to say McCain and Lindsey, but but uh, really, what what Republicans stood up for principle in the last six years? None of them helped pass any laws. 
when Obama was president. They all stopped him every time he tried to breathe. Right. They, they cursed him like crazy. They didn't stand up against the lying, cheating uh, people that are out there. And there's a lot of lying and cheating people out there. I don't know. I'm not saying that there aren't any Republicans with principles. I know a lot who are. But I don't. But I can't think of any Republican leaders who really stood up and said, "Stop this stupid pollution! Stop right. our stop, stop destroying our schools! Provide more medicine for the people!" That health plan they have is just murder incorporated. So right. I don't think I don't think there's anything. I don't think there's much left to that party that's good, and they're putting mm-hmm. up with him only because they want to pass that tax law and they want to pass a few other things, knocking out what they call as entitlements. Anyway, but then I, that I, gets then then they become richer. They get richer. They, I agree with that. Yeah, what? they're going to get richer. They're not standing up for anything. They're not standing up for anything. That's I why mean, I'm crying. I mean, they're crawling on the rocks. Right. <laughs> and is, you know what? And I isn't mean, that? I don't know what this guy got on top of them either. But right, this country cannot continue to go on this way. You know, it just can't. Ethically, um, you know what I but always. At least I want yeah. to tell you, you know, you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. It's so good to hear from you. I call you. You know where you can find us every Thursday at 1 p.m. It's so uh, great to hear from you. Uh, one more thing: How's the weather down in Rocky Mount? What now? The weather. The weather's good down there. Oh yeah, seventy degrees. <laughs> good. So do do me a favor. You got to send me some barbecue, and you've got to send me some warm weather. Okay. <laughs> all right listen you gotta, was, come, you gotta come down though listen come down in may absolutely i'm I'm planning on that i am working I'll send you the information. all right please do all right well thank you that was okay you uh, have a blessed day lisa blessed one too that was joe Pullen calling in love from rocky you. love you more calling in from rocky mount um so you know we have uh uh tim turner just says what do you think about this so-called one world order stuff it's Craft- nonsense We have we have so many different tribes, and by that I mean in America I can be Mm. one tribe and you can be another tribe. We should both be an American tribe together. Yeah, together at the same time. But there are so many different tribes around the world with different interests, like that. That it's not going to come out to one world order. On the other hand, the really good social scientists, really good people, have discovered that that murder is down worldwide since other centuries. Right. If exactly. You, if you take 1860 to 19, let's say 45, right? That's right. 85 years. You'll see we had that giant civil war. We had the Spanish American war. Right. We had the Holocaust that was perpetrated on the native Americans. Exactly. Hard time. We had, we had Jim Crow put in hard time. Right. Then we had world war one. We had the great depression, which was horrible. Right. And we had the giant flu epidemic in 1918, where 18 to 50 million people died. Died. And then we had, and then we had World War II, where over 55 million died. So what happens is, in the last 70 years, mm. you can make an argument that this world has moved towards a very high level of peace. And I'll take peace, but it's not perfect peace yet. But you right. think about those bad wars, and we don't have them now. Right. Exactly. We want to uh, say hi. Uh, you're, you're absolutely right, Irvin. Thanks. You touch on some. I mean historically some major things that have happened in this country uh we ha- we have richard hey richard uh richard's uh out there he said trump sees things uh that are not there uh and we have gary uh watching hi gary hi shamama uh call in 203-872-7356 again 203-872-7356 uh so we want to and D- gary's a, a dear friend of mine um and he has trump bumper stickers he you know is 100 percent trump 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 and i i'm trying to get him on the show but i told him listen you can call you know 
you can call in too and just let us get your side uh, of the your view of what's going on and why you think your president is uh, doing uh, a great job uh, in the office. Because I would, we would, like I said, we love to hear the other uh, side uh, of it. So, um, yeah, call in. <laughs> so. Wiretapping. Yeah, how can you come out and say that and give no evidence whatsoever? He is a master bullcrapper. He's right. a master at it. And I mean, I've seen a lot of presidents. I've seen a lot of liars and sleazes. But this guy has a talent. And for him to go out there and when his whole group is under investigation for real crimes right. and say, Obama did it, Obama did it. <laughs> I mean, I mean, Obama did it. Obama, Obama didn't wiretap his phones. Nobody knows anything about it. Even the White House won't come out and say he did it. Say, say he did it. He just says it. Obama did it. The FBI chief who put him in office came out and said, I want him to put up, I want the FBI to say, right. we don't know that he did it. We don't have evidence. But, you know, the, he gets away with lying and blaming the black guy, and that's his skill, and he gets away with it. Right. And you know what? And you know what I'm really upset about yeah. is that President Obama was so gracious. Oh, a gentleman. The, gentleman at the finest. I mean, you want to, that's gentleman like. Um, but he, at the end of his, his term, he, he embraced Donald Trump. He brought him in, even though Donald Trump had given him. I mean, the birth certificate, slander, oh, did all kinds of things to him. But he still shook his hand, wrote him a letter and said, listen, just be for the people. You'll do a good job. I mean, because honestly, if I was President Obama, I would have just like wrote wrote him a letter and I would have said it would have said two words. Good luck. Find your own way. And, you know, what have you. But he didn't do that. And for him to now come back. To, to for a man to a man that really helped him transition and gave him an honest opinion, his opinion of about how to transition smoothly, and for him to come back and say that he wiretapped the president, it's like saying, Ivan, you came into my dance studio and sh- stole my salsa shoes. I sure didn't steal your moves. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what moves. I mean. It's like yeah, it's, uh, it's you sick. know, it it, it is sick. You look at what he did with Ted Cruz. They were like good friends when they were running. Then he turns out lying Ted, lying Ted. Ben Carson, they were very close when they were running. Then he turns around and says, Ben is talking about magic belt buckles and he's a homicidal maniac. And him and Hillary, Hillary used to go to his parties, to his weddings. Right. All right. Then he turns on her and says, nasty woman. All right. Lock her up. So that's his thing with Obama. He's friendly in there. He walks out. Then what he needs to, he curses the hell out of him. Right. And that's and that's the way but, Donald Trump works. That's why he doesn't have real friends. Well, right. Exactly. But you know what? He he and this is very important. Donald Trump will turn on you in a second. So the people that he said, I'm bringing your jobs back oh. and I'm going to give you the health care of a lifetime. Sadly, I, I I'm sorry. I, and I'll eat and bite my words literally in the four years. If he turns all of this around. But he basically, what he did was he absolutely lied to the American people. He did. He well, he turned on them. He said what he had to say to get where he had to get. And now, you know what? It's it's all about him. He did the same thing in Atlantic City. He promised to turn it into the greatest city in the world. And when he walked out, he just took the money and ran to bankruptcy court and kept the money. Exactly. Now, did the same thing. Exactly. Now, look at Atlantic City now. Right. Thank you, Donald. Look at what Atlantic City looks like. So, America... 
If you see what if you've been, I don't know if you've been to Atlantic City lately, okay? Um, I'm, half of it is still standing, but if you look at it as a whole, that's failure. What's, failure. And but that's what's hap- that's what's going to happen to our country. He was going to save it. I don't know that it's going to happen to this country, but the odds certainly went down when he became president because there's nothing that he's skilled in about running a government. He can build a golf course with somebody else's money. Wow, right. that's really what we want for president. And and he and he's. But he hasn't done anything for society. He was never a generous man. He even robbed a few charities that he set up. But we don't, we, we really, yeah. we need a lot of luck with him. Now, maybe a miracle will happen. Maybe somehow somebody at Harvard or MIT or Yale will discover a <laughs> cure for climate change. Maybe they'll figure out how to store carbon. They're smart people. They might do it. Right. And maybe then we can pump all the oil and we can all get free oil and, and right. live better. Maybe it'll happen. But I, but that's like a ten percent chance. Ninety percent is going to be. It's going to be a long, hard slog, and we're in for a lot of tough days. Unhappy. Right. And and boy, look at that hate. Look at the race. The race problems that occurred. Uh, oh, Anti-Semitism yeah. oh, since he got otherwise. in. It's way up, and he hasn't made America love again. Right. You're absolutely right. And you know what we. Um, and like I said, we have to have these conversations because they are so important, and we have to. We have to as one come together as a country but we but it has sometimes you know it says it starts at the top yeah we've got to fix the top the top is absolutely broken but like i said make sure that you you know trump supporters or people that just think that this president is doing a, a stellar job we would love to hear from you we would love to get you in on uh the show because like i said one opinion um one sided is you know it's fun but then you know two opinions makes it a party or three. <laughs> they also say that a fish rots from the head down. <laughs> <laughs> so in closing, any uh, St. Patrick's Day uh, festivities well, where you, you do in the parade? You I go walk in-, in the parade. I walk I walk with my dog, my okay. little Jack Russell. We walk down Chapel Street, say hello to everybody, get a few free beers, and, uh, and nice. uh, we get down there and we celebrate the fact that we don't have that many drunks out there anymore. It used to be too drunk. Right. So, they, so in New Haven, they really cut they out a lot it down. of the, the, and that saved a lot of lives and saved a lot of split heads. I mean, you right. and I have both seen too many people go to the emergency room because they had a few. Well, we if you're heading out this weekend, bundle up. I know it's going to be a little chilly, uh, but be safe, you know, and have fun. I think we might even pop over to uh, Trinity uh, Bar. Bar, yeah, yeah, which is great. They always have some great meals and it starts basically, you know, really early. So S- somebody has to protect me from all those Irish girls. <laughs> Somebody, please. <laughs> Ivan, if I head down there, I got your back, my friend. Thank you. I'm safer. Yes. Well, that is our hour. Um, make sure, like you said, give us a buzz. Inbox me if you want to be a special uh, guest co-host on the show. I know Irvin and I are going to be uh, doing this every week. We're going to uh, bring back Eva next week, our political correspondent from Hartford. So she'll give us uh, some updates. We'll be talking about a, a bunch of stuff. And then we're going to have Tanisha uh, back as our relationship coach. And we're just excited. Uh, there's some spring relationship love flings that you can, uh, you know, just learn about. And uh, we've got a bunch of stuff. And hopefully, like I said, we're going to have uh, one of the mayors from the surrounding towns uh, join us for the show. But it was so ha- good to have you guys here this Thursday, every Thursday at 1 p.m. Thank you for joining me. And remember to always keep that glass full. Stay positive, stay focused. Till next time. Thank you. Thank you.